Hey, Mama, this your man Beast Boy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special episode of the BCP. And right now, we are talking to author of 52 Finding Gifts While Sinking in Quicksand, and of course, talking to author Orshika Yulia. Orshika, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so super fabulous and beyond excited to be here. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate this so, so much. No, it's an honor. And, you know, obviously we connected through a mutual friend, uh, Marissa Cohen. Got to give her a shout. Uh, she's been amazing. Um, you know, I, I saw some of your personal stories. Uh, now you have your own book. Um, everything's just been so crazy. There's so much going on um, right now. First and foremost, how are you? Are you healthy? How's 2020 been treating you? How's everything going? You know, honestly, 2020 has been amazing. Um, my introverted self is really appreciating and loving being able to stay home with my family and being able to really focus on how I'm best going to serve the world or how I am best serving the world. So 2020 has been really good for us. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. Like, like I always say, it's all about silver linings, you know, as a creative, you know, getting to do these podcasts. And again, so sorry, I've been moving and setting up the studio. We finally get to do this. Uh, I'm excited. But, so awesome. Yeah, but let's get to some shameless promo. Um, let's, talk, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the book right out the gate. Uh, I do believe it's on Amazon.com. I did pick up my Kindle copy this morning. We'll get those, awesome, thanks. We'll get those links in a little bit. But obviously, you know, like we always say there, you know a thing or two because you've seen a thing or two. Um, you know, yep. this is not a farmer's uh, insurance commercial. But um, nope. <laughs> what kind of motivated you to take some real life experience uh, and put it down into words? Well, that's, that's a great question, Rob. So basically, 52 started out in a totally different way than how it ended up. And the book and I pouted. First, it was supposed to be because I'm also an energetic healer. So I'm keep, I have the gift of healing people on an energetic level. And I, um, yeah, so whether you pray or not, the, my modality of doing that is, is praying and asking the Holy Spirit for guidance. And that's the only way I'm capable of doing that with permission from people. So... 52 started out with a friend of mine saying, hey, you should write some stories about how you've energetically helped people heal. And I started writing the book and God tapped me on the shoulder and said, no, that's not what you're doing. And I was like, but I've written the outline and I've started writing the stories and yes, that's what I'm doing. And he said, no, that's not what you're doing. So I pouted like a three-year-old <laughs> for about three weeks, got in a fight with my manuscript put it down. I mean, not like a physical fight, yeah. but you know, like, you got to fight with my manuscript and put yeah. it down. And then in January, it was like, okay, it's time to really write the book you're meant to write. And that book 52 is what it is. A, is a compilation of 52 various stories of my life where God has shown up through the good, the bad, and the ugly, whether I wanted him or her there or not. She is always there. She is always omnipresent. And it doesn't matter if you think of God as in God or the universe or whatever, the, the the point of it all is that there is an omnipotent being who will help carry you through. It's just whether or not you believe that's a reality in your life. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm I'm no um, you know I'm very public about like my beliefs and stuff like that. Uh, I definitely have had some intervention in in my life where certain conversations had to go a certain way, or my car wouldn't start, and. Uh, I walked in on some things that I probably wasn't supposed to walk in on, but it threw my life in a whirlwind, and I'm being as generous as I, as I can in this conversation, but be very public about this. 
And yeah, man, things happen for a reason, like 100%, no doubt in my mind. Um, you yeah. know, I was I was meant to see certain things with my own eyes to, to make sure it was true and believe it. And I'm sure those are some similar experiences uh, that you've had where there's been, you know, some sort of divine intervention or, or things that you're like, sure. this is my path, you know, stuff like that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And that's, that's the cool thing is I was writing the book once I finally realized that my higher calling was what it was and I started writing the book. It was actually pretty easy, even the hard stuff. So there's domestic abuse in there. There's... Um, which and there's an entire chapter about that crap, <clears throat> yeah. but um, yeah, it was even that was quote unquote easy to write about because I knew that I was doing it to help people heal. It wasn't about me. It hasn't been about me. That's why when the publisher said, "Hey, we recommend a pen name so that you can't be sued for sl- sued for slander," I pouted about that for about five minutes. Um, <laughs> my friend Marissa happened to be here <laughs> shortly, you know, in that that time frame. And I literally was like fetal position on the couch for five minutes. And then it was another one of those moments where it was like, it's not about you. It's about helping people heal through the stuff in life. Right. And so I got over myself. I put my ego down and said, okay, we'll do a pen name. Yeah. I love that. And and you hit it right on the head, you know, like when you've been through some stuff, you know, I think a lot of times like, you know, you, you want to heal, obviously, you, you want to find the answers, you know, whether, whether it be, you know, moving forward or, or changing your whole logistics, whatever it may or may not be. Um, and then you got to sit back and think like, well, how can I use what I've been through to help other people? And, and you know, you're no stranger right. to that. Marissa, obviously, being no stranger to that. Um, she and I have been right. doing a lot of podcasts that, that have focused on, on things that I've gone through, things going on in, in certain organizations that I work with or, um, you know, in the world. And... Um, I think I think it's really interesting, but does writing these stories kind of help with the healing a little bit to, to put it on a personal level? You know, it does, and it's so funny because a lot of the stories, I would say three-fourths of the book is uplifting and positive and awesome things that happen in my life and, and how things come to full circle in life. Um, but the, the crap that I was in, it really helped heal on a different level. So I have been working on, I've been away from my abuser for nine years now, and I've been working on forgiveness and healing. Thank you. Thank you. You all can't see it, but Rob is clapping over yeah. there. Thank you for the support. Yeah. Um, yeah. And writing the book was like very cathartic. You know, it was like on a different level. I don't even know how to explain it because I've written letters to my abuser, which haven't been sent. But, oh, you know, really? I've written the letters because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, supposed to do. And I still have them. And when you when you allow your higher self to write, then you heal on a higher level. Right. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's super interesting to me. You know, like... Um... <laughs> You know, you, you talk about forgiveness, like I've always been taught to forgive my whole life, you know, like, you know, take the high ground, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, like talking to ministers or you know, talking to friends and stuff like that, a lot of, you know, a lot of people would say like forgiveness comes from within, you know, it's not necessarily you have to go have a conversation. It's not necessarily you have to like send those letters. Like you were saying, it was very interesting right. that you just write them. Uh, it's like an right. internal thing. So I thought that was very interesting. And at the same time, it's not our job to absolve anyone, you know, it's, it's, it's internal, right. um, for you. So I think this is just like a really, really great outlet to do that. And, um, you had a quote on Facebook live that I, it hung with me like perfectly like, like life throws curveballs at you. It's what you do with that curveball. Do you hit it out of the park? You know? Um, and that's something that has been the past eight months of my life, you know, just, you know, it's like the Rocky yeah. line, you know, it's not how hard you get hit. Um, so tell us right. a little bit about that philosophy. 
Well, you know, I'm definitely a silver lining girl, and I could have looked at this situation having been abused for four or five years. He attempted longer, but I wouldn't continue to give him the power. Um, and I don't look at it like, oh, woe is me, you know? Somebody threw me a curveball, and now my side is hurt because I allowed it to hit my side. You know, I just swung it out of the park. I was like, no, you were. You can throw me a curveball of, of abusing me, but I'm going to take that, and I'm going to impact the world in a very positive way and let people know that you can survive domestic abuse. You can do it as a single parent with three kids. You can move to different states. I mean, there's so many things you can do, but we have to choose to want to improve our lives. Absolutely. So the curveball, the outcome of the cur- curveball is up to each individual person. It's, it's crazy. Like, again, it hit home with me because you were saying curveball. I think I kept using the term like blindsided, like, you know, things you don't expect. Yeah. It, th- it throws your yeah. life into a whirlwind, whatever it may or may not yeah. be. Um, so that really resonated with me. So I did pick up the book this morning. Um, so Thank I'll, you. I'll take a look at it. No, happy to support it. I really like what it's about. I, I dig the vibe. Um, but for someone who, who does want to pick up the book, uh, if I'm understanding correctly, it is 52 stories. Um, uh-huh. t- tell what should people expect from this book? If, if I'm opening it up later tonight, like, is it inspiring? Is it um, like, what am I going to get from this? That's a great question. So the cool thing about the book is, and I wrote it with the intention of you can pick up each individual story and it doesn't have to be read after the previous one. So you can just open up one of the stories and be like, okay, well, that's pretty cool. Um, there is an easier, more fluid method to it if you go from beginning to end, but it's not a necessity. And so from what I've heard from people, uh, they cry. They cry, <laughs> they cry when they read the story. I know I'm laughing about it, but it's kind of my gift. I tend to, um, people tend to be comfortable enough around me to let their inhibitions down and allow themselves to be who they really are in the core, which is an amazing gift. And so, um, yeah, people, from what I've understood, have cried as they read the story is good, bad, and ugly. So, that's crazy. Get your Kleenex box. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> good to know. I'll order a box of tissues with the, uh, with yeah. the book as well. Um, exactly. Now, how did you, you know, become like an author? How did you get into writing? Were, were you always like writing growing up or anything like that? And is this your first book? I believe. This is my first. Well, yes, it's my first book myself. I did chapter author excuse me, I did author a chapter in another book, um, but this is my first, my own first book. And I have always been a writer, and I put that on the back burner as life happened, yeah. and it was just time, you know, and I now understand, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right, and I now understand why it was put on the back burner, because I needed the complete story up to this point, because I'm really excited about what's going to happen in the future, but I... I was destined to live through the things that I lived through yeah. to be more impactful, to be a more um, complete author. That's, that's really well said. And it's interesting to me, you know, we, we touched on this earlier about turning a negative into a positive. And, and I think when you go through something, you always ask yourself that question, like, well, why me? And like, why did I have to go through this? Or why did I invest so much time of my life into this situation, good or bad, whatever it may or may not be. Um, and I think we, kind of go through that to make us stronger and then you know use our our platforms whatever it may or may not be to to help people i I truly believe that i don't know how you feel about that 
absolutely agree with you 100%. And it's such a shame when people don't. And I understand why, right? Because they're scared and they want to be accepted. And we have such a need for acceptance in this culture. And I understand that people don't want to be vulnerable because they're like, oh my gosh, what if somebody doesn't like me? You know what? Don't like me. It's fine. Yeah. And I'm not your person, right? Just like I'm sure you have people. Well, I'm not sure, but I would think because you're human, you have people that don't really like you and that's okay. Like then just move on. So I think if more people were willing to be vulnerable and show their stories and share their stories, then we would be able to grow and heal together on a more effective, deeper level. I got you. Now, you said that there's 52 stories in here. I'm, I'm really uh, yeah. interested to open it up um, probably later tonight and check it out and see what this is all about. Now, is your personal story in here or is that something completely different? They're all my personal stories. Oh, they are? Oh, they're all you. Oh, okay. I thought it was... Like, they're all me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, uh, It's a very vulnerable thing. Yeah. It's a very vulnerable thing. Um, and honestly, my biggest concern when I was going through with this and my biggest fear and my uh, one of the re the only reason I thought about stopping is how is this going to affect my 12-year-old? Are people going to look at him differently? Because there's a story in there... Um, about his father well there's a few stories about his biological father but i was like i don't want people to look at him differently my other two children are older and grown and practically out of the house but i was like i don't want you know my church members to look at him differently and treat him differently so that was absolutely my biggest concern but then i was like you know what they're not going to like yeah. people are going to you can treat me differently that's fine like whatever right <laughs> but the protective mama bear came out right and I just want people to look at him as a beautiful human being that he is, not what had happened to him. Oh, man. Again, you hit everything you're saying. Hit me right on the head today. Yeah, exactly. It's like, don't let what happened to you define you, you know? I, I Correct. Think that, that's perfectly said. Um, and, and you talk about, you know, you're, you're writing these books or this book so far. Um, you know, I'm all about the shameless promo here. Uh, is there anything else in the works? You know, um, what has the response been to this one? What, any, anything else going on right now? You should ask. I think it was just yesterday, the day before my mother, who of course is my biggest supporter is like, when's your next book coming out? Are you writing it? And I'm like, of course I'm writing it. So that one is, oh, hold on, let me find it for you. Oh, it's called from from surviving to thriving um okay. a parent's guide to living your best life after leaving your abuser wow that's that's amazing So yeah and i'm also working on a course actually the course is complete it's so it'll launch in mid-october yep mid-october i don't have a specific date yet but i have a course for single parents who have survived domestic abuse um oh, wow. yeah just to get coached through that i'm Last year, about this time of year, I started a program with Jack Canfield. Are you familiar with him? Is uh, is it who I think it is? Well, who's he work with? He's the chicken soup yeah, that's guy. Yeah, I thought. Yep. Okay. Yeah, like mm -hmm. the sweet grandpa dude man. Yeah, yep. he's amazing. Anyway, I was certified through his success principles um, program to teach the success principles. So I've taken that knowledge and my personal life. And have created this course from the utmost essence of who I am. And I'm super excited about October coming and just changing lives, you know, one parent at a time. I am just so stoked. So stoked. 
Yeah, that, that's amazing. And that's what it's all about. It really is. Um, yeah. you, you talk about, you know, it being very personal, being very vulnerable. You know, I, I totally uh-huh. get, you know, toeing that line, putting yourself out there. I, I think, you know, it heals a little bit, but more importantly, you're helping other people. What was that response like initially when people started picking up the book or reading it? Did anyone reach out to you or, or have any feedback besides mom? Oh, yeah, of course. Actually, yes, mom's friends, they, um, I know, I keep hitting on mom, right? We, no, we blame mom for everything. Yeah. <laughs> but um, mom's friends were like, wow, this is impactful. And actually, my lifelong best friend, she called me one day and she's like, so I have your book. And she's not a reader. This was the best thing ever. She's like, I have your book. And I'm like, okay. She goes, and I read a quarter of it. And I'm like, whoa, you read a quarter of my book. And she's like, it's amazing. I was like, cool. And she's read the good stuff. And she actually since then has finished the book. And um, it's, it's kind of entertaining, really, because she lived three-fourths of that with me. Because I've known her since I was 15. So the fact that she's able to be like, yeah, this is what happened. This is real. This is her life, you know, and get that support. And to tell me that I did a really good job basically summarizing the past 40-some-odd years of my life, that was pretty cool. Do you, do you feel like that you went through all, all everything that you've been through? I mean, and again, 52 stories, you know, um, I, and again, you know, like Marissa always says, like, speak your truth. I'm not asking you to do all that here, but what are some, what are maybe some topics that you touch on without maybe going into specifics, you know, and you know, people obviously want to get the book and, and check it out for real. Sure. So topics from, um, meeting a child, well, my best long life friend and I've, you know, meeting other friends at summer camp and her son and my son are now going to summer camp together 33 years later. And um, there was a teacher, there's a story about a teacher in there that I used to work with and she sodomized her band students with band instruments. And yeah, I mean, just life happened. Um, Being addicted to alcohol because it was a coping mechanism to deal with my abuser, Um, the rape that happened to me, the molestation that happened to my son, so, oh you know, it's it's pretty deep and in-depth. You know, I don't sugarcoat things. Um, I don't delve into details. Like, people don't need to know what color panties I had on when I got raped. You know, like, that's not important. But it, it definitely gives enough detail that you understand what's going on. And um, just the verbal and emotional abuse that, that I endured. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I imagine, and that's crazy. Like I said, when you said 52, I was like, oh man, like I thought it was like combined from other people. Like this is all yep. real, real life. Like that, that is yep. a journey. That, that is an experience. Uh, I would also assume that it's not, you know, I mean, we talk about silver linings. We talk about the healing. Uh, I would imagine sure. you, you kind of talk about like where, where there is some sort of intervention, there is some sort of, um, you know, healing going on. Like, do these things all kind of resolve themselves, or is this something you're, you still still have to deal with every day? Yeah, definitely don't have to deal with it every day. Um, and the forgiveness, really, it's not to forgive the abuser or to forgive the teacher. You know, it's to forgive myself, right, To that I allowed those things. That's one of the things, well, let me finish that thought, to, that I allowed those things to happen in my life. One of the things that Jack teaches and the success principles is to take full ownership and responsibility for your life. And I fully see where the red flags were and I fully ignored them. Um, so it's forgiveness of self. Um, I don't know if that answered your question. I think I went off. <laughs> I think no, I went no. off on you here. 
No, that's that, that's perfect. Like again, it's it's really interesting, and again, like we hit on it, but I, I, I that like really resonates with me. It's not like about absolving someone or anything like that. It's it's um, like forgiving within yourself, and and I think that helps. Uh, as Marissa again, talk to Marissa all the time. A lot of Marissa sure, shouts, sure. but we love her. Um, but it's about like, releasing any sort of, of like power or hold that that person may may have over yeah. you, um, and that's what it's all about. So this is this is very interesting stuff. Um, you already got me hyped on the book. You got me hyped on the stories. Thanks. Let's tell everyone where they can find the book. Uh, I, I think I saw on Amazon. Like I picked up a Kindle copy. I think there's a hardcover and all that. Tell everyone where they can get yeah. uh, get the book. You can get it at Westbow Press, um, and you can get it at Barnes and Noble, and you can get it at Amazon. And you have links that we can add to the podcast, uh, and I'll give you the links. <laughs> I will get those links to you. Uh, I saw that the Kindle one came out. I don't even know when because I've just been busy with moving forward. It was kind of like, okay, book is done, and now we move forward. Um, but I saw that the Kindle one came out, I guess, last week. I, I noticed that and was super stoked because I'm like, good, because there are people who prefer, you know, the e-version of books versus versus the paper version. So I think that's pretty cool. I'm stoked. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. It's everywhere. And do you have any social media or anything like, or anyone can follow you? Like, obviously I've been watching the Facebook lives and stuff like that. Um, you know, all about the shameless promo, where can people follow you on social media <laughs> anything like that? So, yep. It's Oshika Yulia, wherever you go, O-R-S-I-K-A-J-U-L-I-A. So on Facebook, it's Oshika Yulia. On Instagram, it's Oshika.Yulia. And on LinkedIn, I'm there too. Not as active there. I'm going to pick that up a little bit more, you know, we see where, where we can improve. LinkedIn is definitely a place to improve for me. But Oshika Yulia, wherever you want to go, I'm there. Awesome. And, and Oshika, I do want to be respectful of your time. And I, and I very much sure appreciate you coming on uh, and talking about this book. You know, it's very interesting to me. I'm, I'm excited to crack it open. Uh, before we get out of here, anything that you, you want to say to the readers, anything you want to say to anyone who may be in, in a bad situ- situation right now, 2020 has not been kind. Um, you know, maybe someone oh. who's stuck, maybe with an abuser or, or in a bad situation, just anything you, you want to say to anyone listening right now. Sure, absolutely. So first and foremost about the book, it's really important that people understand that there's a difference between God and religion, right? And there's a difference between faith and religion. So there are Bible verses in there. If you don't want to read them, it's totally fine. That's your prerogative. And I fully respect that. Um, but I ask you to give the story is an opportunity to help you heal and change. And that's about the book. Um, As far as people who are in the crappy situations, you can get out. You don't have to be with your abuser. Um, It's hard as hell. It really is. Like, I took my three kids, my dog, my cat, and my lizard, and we piled everything into a U-Haul, and we left. But be smart before you do the leaving. In other words... Like, don't take stuff out of the house that he's going to realize that there's something up. Because then your abuser will watch you even more and won't let you go anywhere. So as you're planning your escape route, make sure you're vigilant and smart about it. And you have trusted friends who can help you, because I did have those. And lean into the community. And if you're alone, then walk out in the middle of the night. There are people, there are good people in this world that will help you through it. But just be vigilant and be smart about it. And if you are being raped... At home, go tell the police before you leave. Say, you know what, I'm planning on leaving, or go to the police station first and foremost. They're there to support you and help you through it. But just do yourself a favor. Don't pack 
in front of your abuser because <laughs> your life is going to be way worse. And you can get out. You absolutely can get out. It's a decision. It's an everyday decision. And there are people who help you heal and forgive and find peace and learn to thrive in life again. I mean, there are people who will hold your hand every step of the way. Marissa's really good about that. You know, she's amazing at that. And she's not the only one. So there are people who will help you. You just have to make the decision. What's more important, staying with somebody who destroys your soul or living your life? Even though it's going to be hard, I'm telling you all, it's going to be hard the first couple of years, but it's not going to be as hard as the potential death of not only your soul, but your body, if you stay. Wow. Very powerful. Very well said. And Orshka, it looks like you're doing you. pretty well over there. Um, Thanks. I'm glad to see that. I'm glad 2020 uh, has been good to you, as, you know, as best we can right now. Um, and I just want to thank you again for a few minutes of your time. Um, everyone, the book is 52. Check it out. It's available on Kindle, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that good stuff. And Orshka, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time and continued success moving forward. Thank you, Rob. I so appreciate you. Have a great week. You too. And as we always say here on the BCP, everyone, stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We're out. Peace.